I thought, I don't know, man. I thought they were going to go in and tie, um, like, at the beginning of the game. Uh, but, shit, man, just having it lost at the end, like, the next morning, I woke, like, woke up and my wife's like, oh, like, how did the game end? And I was like, <laughs> oh, like, you know, they tied. And she's like, oh, like, classic. And I was like, god damn it. Like, <laughs> I was like, this girl doesn't even watch the games. Like, <laughs> she already knows. But she knows that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, that sort of shit, like, pisses me off. And then... Um, but, uh, I don't know, man. Uh... All right, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of uh, the Cruz Azul Analysis podcast. We're here. Um, it's me, Ivan, with your regular host, Eli. What's up, guys? It's good to be back. And we also got the main, main motherfucker, Jess. Uh, he's over there playing with his cats. Um, and But we're also joined with a couple of guys off of our social media platforms. We got Andre up in the building, Andre the Giant. Say what's up, Andre. Yeah, number one Penaldo hater right here. That fool got the fucking, uh, that fool's acomplejado. And that fool hates beautiful people. He's the opposite, that's why. <laughs> and then we got Eddie, Eddie up in the building. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing? What's up, Eddie? And who else we, Who else is in here? Just these two? Uh, Miguel. Miguel, what's up, Miguel? I think he's muted. Miguel, I think you're muted or... What's up, buddy? There. Oh, there it is. What's up, Miguel? How's it going? Good, good. That's what's up. Where, where are you at again, Miguel? Texas? Yeah, San Antonio. San Antonio. Is it Eddie in Texas as well? Yeah, dude. I'm in Austin, though. Uh, how far is San Antonio from Austin? Like hour and a half, maybe. Oh, no, shit. Uh, no, like an hour. Maybe. Oh, okay. So you guys meet up regularly? <laughs> we <Nice>. need to. <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, Let's you guys meet in San Marcos, bro. Yeah. There's a couple right, bars so, there. We can tell people to change the channel to the soccer game. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what's up. Um, and I, know the, I know the fan base is growing in Texas. Like you can see in Amistosos, it gets more, a little bit more and more packed compared to, I went back in like 2016 to Houston and the games after that, it looks like, you know, little by little, it's slowly growing in Texas as well. Same with like their, their, their porra as well. It's growing. Um, I like see that you love to see it how you know in other states not just california obviously but that's just how it feels like where there's more at least for us where since we're in california but you know it's not as often where we see other states coming in so it's good to see that texas is slowly making their mark in there well i think i think the the fact is that Cruz Azul is greatly followed by a lot of people in the southern part of Mexico, and a lot of them have immigrated to California because of the agricultural jobs out here. You get me a lot of, a lot of people, you know, working in the fields, and so you got a lot of population of that. As opposed to in Texas, it's, it's fairly close to the border, so you really have Mexicans that are from the northern side of the country, and even worse in New York. So California is really where you get a bunch of like. Michoacanos, a bunch of Guanajuato people, a bunch of these people. So you got a lot of Leon fan base, a lot of Morelia, and a lot of Cruz Azul, America fans out here. You get me? So that's the reason why in Texas is a little, little different. I don't know. There's not. There's not. I'm. 
I'm assuming the climate's the climate's fairly hot in Texas. I don't think there's a lot of chance for like agriculture to really flourish out there. You guys got a lot of field workers out there, um, uh, Eddie and Miguel. It's unintended hot. Um, I mean, you've got the big cities here in Texas, like Houston and Dallas, San Antonio. San Antonio's a pretty like heavily like Hispanic population, I'd say. But like Houston, San Antonio, or sorry, Houston and Dallas, like. You, know, you see people working in like in the restaurant industry, cleaning oh, okay. industry, like my parents Hotels have a cleaning company and stuff like that. Yeah. You see that a lot more um, than like field work and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd say that <clears throat> I remember going to games like friendlies when I was younger in Houston and like people showed up like there's, there's, there's a, a pretty solid fan base. I think, um, uh now you don't really i mean i guess you have seen cruz azul come through a couple times uh when they came here to austin um granted they didn't play the mls team but they played a usl team which is literally like the stadium is like five minutes from my house um but we packed that stadium um granted it was like what maybe four thousand people um if that Hey, dude, um, but let me interrupt you real quick. There's, that's still that's still a feat in itself. Cause oh yeah, where where I live, dude, we have a college. We have a local college, the Bakersfield College, and we've had um Querétaro and Toluca come play at that stadium. Yeah, Querétaro and Toluca when Cardoso was coaching it, and Toluca. Uh, I mean, um, Querétaro Tito Villa was still playing in Querétaro, yeah. and and they couldn't pack that stadium that. Yeah, bro it was like half full yeah yeah um hey man no it was fun it, uh it, it, we had a blast whenever we went um miguel i don't know if i think you might have mentioned that you went to that game too but uh yeah it was it was a good time yeah i, I went to it um i mean there, there's games here ivan that they come um like queretaro came and played against uh the san antonio usl team and the tickets were like 10 bucks and i don't think it got it didn't get packed. Um, Pumas have come and played, and I don't think it got as packed. Dude, so the Cruz, the Cruz Azul on, tickets were like comes. 50 bucks. Yeah. How much? They were like 50 bucks in Austin when Cruz Azul came through. Yeah. And they were playing a USL team too. <laughs> no, yeah. Dude, yeah, Cruz, Cruz it, just, Cruz it just depends, man. Like, Rayados and Tigres, they pack the fucking stadiums here in San Antonio. Like, they don't well, even they... play in the USL stadium. They go play in the... In the bigger stadium downtown the Alamo Dome. I mean, because how far is Monterrey from from Texas, bro? From where I'm at, five hour drive. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking close. And so I'm a lot of the people that are that have immigrated into a lot of the Hispanic community there is from Nuevo León. You get me? So it, it makes sense. You get me? But yeah, um, yeah. Like like I said, Cruz Azul is a team that's that's just it's a huge team. You get me? And I think it's a it's a notch above Pumas and I respect Pumas. I respect Pumas because as as shitty as they are and they've been for, for these last 10 years, they're still a, a big club. They're still fans. I, I see I, I meet Pumas fans all the time. You get me? You don't you don't see them in clusters, but they're everywhere. And and they did have a legacy. They're they're the last B campeon. They're you know they're a big team, but but they're Cruz Azul, America and Chivas are a total step above that team. You get me? And let me tell you why, because Cruz Azul, and I've said it in previous episodes, Cruz Azul is a team that in these 23 years that we lasted without a league championship, we weren't this pathetic ass team. 
it, 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 we fucking choked in the finals. Yeah, that sucks ass. But we were a team that season after season after season, we were in the fight for the championship. People respected us. They made fun of us because of, of the choking, but we were always a contender. And Pumas is like erased, dude. And Chivas is going down the same route. They're not giving their fan bases any sort of even hope. You get me? There's no hope. They're not getting into Ligias. They're not, you know, Puma, Pumas is sad. You get me? The, the biggest the biggest thing is fucking turning around a 4-0 score. You get me? In the last fucking decade. And I think that's the reason why a lot of the Pumas fan base isn't as... Um, it's it's just not as vibrant as ours. Is because Cruz Azul has has always was knocking on that door. Was always like, "Yo, we want this, we want this, we want this, we want this," and it, it finally happened. But I think that's the reason why our our fan base has stayed so strong and loyal is because we all felt that it was just it was just one step away. It was just right around the corner this this whole time. Yeah, yeah like, like you were saying. Oh my, go go for it. Yeah, like like you were saying, Ivan, that. Um, we hadn't won in 20 something years. And uh, I have some cousins that they, they're from a little town by Toluca. That's where my dad's mm-hmm. from. And so they're, they're all Toluca fans. And they're like, no, que Toluca's más grande que el Cruz Azul. And they would say, oh, pues que uh-huh. 23 años sin ganar, sin quedar campeón. And I would say, oh, yeah, when was the last time you were champions? No one even knows. It's not even just that. It's like I I, I always tell because I have a, I have a friend who's a who's a big Toluca fan. He's an old guy. He's an old guy, and you know, and he's always and I tell him I'm like, dude, Cardoso was the shit. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. I give it to you. Cardoso is the greatest player to ever play in our league, and he was Toluca de corazón, and I get it. But the perfect example is what I just told you guys earlier about the Querétaro versus Toluca game, dude. It, it's like a stadium that fits like seven thousand people. It didn't even get half full, and the people, a lot of the people like me, me, that's not, that's a neutral fan. I just went to see Cardoso. That was the coach, dude. You give me, I didn't give a fuck about like, you give me like, dude, I went to go see Cardoso like in person. It was, I don't give a fuck about Toluca. Nobody gave a fuck about Toluca. They're just, they could have 10, 10 league championships and nobody, nobody talks about them. You give me, nobody gives a shit about that team. Yeah, my um, we have family friends that live in Monterrey. They live like ten minutes away from the the Rayado Stadium. And my uncle, um, my uncle is a Toluca fan. My dad took him to Monterrey so he could see Toluca in Monterrey. Dude, my uncle, I think he was like one. There was only like two or three Toluca fans that they saw the whole time they were at the stadium. And like when Cruz Azul goes, there's a shit ton of fans. Oh yeah, dude. You hear me? Like, I mean, we could we could go down a whole rabbit hole about all of this because let's not even go to. I think right now there's even a bigger hype for like Tigres and Toluca, and even with this with this golden decade that Tigres had with Guignac, with all these motherfuckers, when we had the the super campeon or what was it campeon, the one where Cruz Azul played Necaxa and América Tigres in California, dude, super it Copa. was super Copa. Dude, Tigres had like what I would say, like what, like one 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 thirtieth of the stadium was their fans. One one fifteenth of the stadium maybe was Tigres fans. Like, and and they're just coming off of this decade where they won like four championships, and even then, all they could bring to a California game was like their porra, like their their actual like you give me like ultras, and and that was it. You give me like it's just these teams are you know. 
I don't think there's ever going to be another big team in Mexico. The, the teams that are the big team, the quote unquote big teams, they're the one, those are the, those are it, you know, because um, I've mentioned it before when I was a kid growing up as a Mexican, um, you know, in the USA, all you could do was watch the Mexican league. It's the only, there was no internet. There was no mobile phones. There was nothing. All you did was watch soccer on, on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, by, with TV Azteca, Tudena, whatever. And it was the Mexican league. And, and so that was what kept the Mexican fan bases growing. And, you know, and nowadays you have a super team like Tigres, but the, the younger generations don't care because they're watching PSG. They're watching Real Madrid. They're watching Barcelona live games. They're, they, they have an instant connection to the Europe European teams, you know, the Mexican soccer league is far below those leagues and, and kids, the younger generations don't care. You get me? They don't care about fucking Cruz Azul. They don't care about Tigres. They're watching Messi. They're watching Ronaldo. They're watching all these fucking English Premier League teams. You get me? They have the capacity and the means to watch it through their cell phone. And we didn't have that. So I think there's never going to be another big team in Mexico. The ones that are the big teams, those are the ones forever. Those are it, dude. It's, it's not going to change. I think the impact of some of those teams, though, hasn't been fully recognized. I mean, I'm sure that I don't know how many of you guys, your parents, like introduced you to the team, but you got to remember that that's the campeonismo that that happened in the 70s that made them fall yeah. in love with the team to begin with. So I do think that, you know, at some point, Tigres fans can grow because obviously a lot of these dudes that are living there are having kids and then, you know, their kids grow on with the tradition. So to to a sense like we haven't really seen the impact and and then this is what i always say about guignac you know uh, he's a great player and now you have a bunch of like little mexican kids trying to play exactly like he plays you know so it's it's the same with everybody here i'm pretty sure you emulated a player that you like from the league Felipe. imx yeah and and we haven't fully seen you know all that because it, he lived you know you have 10 year olds that are barely 18 that grew up watching guignac and and that's all they know so you know the impact hasn't really hit yet because of that because you got to remember that 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 at some point you know no team was a big team it all happened with campeonismos and and you know whether it was the 50s 60s 70s 80s and 90s that that's how it it, it um accumulated into fans I, I do think that, you know, back in the day, it was a little bit different with the long tournaments and all that than, than now, because even now we, we complain about this structure, even, you know, Pumas beat us. And I wasn't, I was unhappy that a team that was in 12th place was even in the league before, <laughs> before anything else, you know, I didn't yep. care. I was like, if, if we don't deserve to be there, we don't deserve to be there, but there's no reason why a 12th place team should even be in there but i mean that that was my opinion from the beginning from before knowing who was who was going into Ligia. yeah a lot of people will say will criticize that format you know that it promotes mediocrity you know for the fact that like you said you have a, a team that ended up in the 12th place having a, a shot at winning it you get me um uh, i get it but i still i still like believe that even with with you know the what you're saying about like these generations that come from like these Tigres fans that grew up watching this decade it's it's not a significant number of fans and i think the main the main um obstacle that Tigres or Monterrey have is 
is before with the campionismo and all that stuff, we had the papers, we had maybe the TV, the TV to, to, to push this narrative onto us about who's, you know, who's this and who's that. Now with, with social media, everybody, somebody, somebody who's a, a, a popular Cruz Azul fan that has 30 times as followers, as many followers as, as any Tigres fans, they could say something and it's automatically, it makes it a fact because you have this this number of people behind that statement. So even if Tigres fans try to pipe up and, and, and talk their shit, it's never going to be enough against the online followers of Cruz Azul, of America, of, of, of Chivas. You get me? Like, they, 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 can't, they can't do it against us. You get me? It, it, it's not big enough. And, and it's not going to get big enough. But that's, that's what I think. But you, time will tell. You get me? Time will tell. Um, hold that thought, Ivan, real quick. We have some uh, some uh, juicy news right now directly from Cruz Azul themselves. They have officially tweeted, it's not one, it's two. Welcome, Ivan Morales. Welcome, Angel, Angel Romero. So, Let's go. They just made it official. Breaking news. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Well, you heard it here on Twitter first, but you heard it here first. Uh, Ivan Morales from Colo Colo, 22 years old winger and we have Angel Romero 29 years old from Cerro Porteño uh snapped snatched it right out of Riquelme's clutches and you love to see it uh, <laughs> we saw we saw them Paul and we got Romero we, we took or my bad San Lorenzo um they took ball and we got uh Mr. Romero from them so did you say Ivan Morales was a winger I thought he was a striker Whoa, what is he actually? You know, who knows? I know uh, Alan Romero can play as both a striker and a winger. Yeah, That's I why he reminds so. me a bit of a uh, bit of Cabecita. You can do both as well. Um, I could have sworn Ivan Wallace was a winger though. Or my. No, I think he's a center forward. I... Well, I mean. Two, like... two, two offensive players, two offensive players uh, that we desperately need. Okay. Uh, as yeah. we saw against Monterrey. Speaking, uh, speaking of speaking of Monterrey, you know, let's let's just get into that real quick. We haven't touched up on that. We all saw the tragedy unfold. Um, the fir- as as record put it, the first Cruz Azul del it. año. <laughs> it happened. Hey, it is is, we never retire that dude. Right? Yeah, get him out of here. We won it already. Let me tell you how that word is gonna retire. It's gonna retire to when we beat America in a final in the last minute. When we win a final in the last minute, bro, that shit's gonna end. But we've lost, we we lost that final in those last four minutes, thirty seconds, whatever. And it's a at the end of the day, it was a final, and that's why that's why it has never disappeared. But as soon as we we win these finals in these last minutes, it's gonna be a wrap. It's gonna be nothing. But um, thank God it was at the beginning of the season. What really pissed me off. And I'll let everyone go and have their little intake on it. But I was really burnt at that game because of of our recent history with Monterrey. And it, it was just like finally, you know, we're we're getting we're getting this off of our back. Like, you know, this is the team that has really fucked us in these last games. They've, you know, finally we've we've dominated them. Finally, we're putting them in their place. Finally. And it's like, bro, like the same old shit. Like, you know, how uh, I I blame. I blame Reynoso for that loss. I mean, just because of his subs. Like, no es a huevo hacer esos. You don't, you don't have to do every single sub they allow you. You get me? Dos cero es, es el, el marcador más engañoso. You get me? Um, 
and and you can't do it against Monterrey. You could do it maybe against Juarez, against against fucking Chiapas, against whoever the fuck you want to say. But not Monterrey, dude. You can't do that shit. And especially when the when when you have one man more on the field and you still make these defensive subs, what what are you doing, bro? Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not like they're on our ass, you know. Like, so to me, that loss was a slap in the face. Totally Reynoso's fault. Um, Santi had a big part to do with it, but we, I've been disappointed in Santi for a bit, so I'm not even going to go into that, but, um, it sucks. It is what it is. We didn't and, lose. Oh man, but it <laughs> felt like a loss. Did it feel did like they, a loss? Did they, um, did they appeal Santi's red card? Hell no. Gilna? No? No. Oh, We've never had that kind of, uh, directiva. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Uh, I know. I know Monterrey. Uh, I don't think you could appeal a double yellow though. No. no. I know Monterrey went and tried to appeal the red from who was it from them that got a red card? Well, one of the Stefan, Stefan, Stefan Medina. I know they went for it. I don't know if it was successful, but they went for it, and then you know, Grasul needs loses, but I don't know what the uh, regulations for that are. Um, yeah. but Santi, dude, come on, he has to grow up one day. Mm. I get he's young in love and he's traveling the road and playing soccer and he's already a champion, but he's uh, tone it down a little bit as in he needs to mature a bit. I get it. Everyone calls him a bebote, but you can't just get sent off like that at that stage of a game. What if it was like Ligia? We would have been, you know, screwed over completely. Um, like you guys said, I'd take it. I'll take it now over later on in the season. On paper, a tie at the BBVA isn't that bad. But with the uh we're holding this team like up here because we expect as much from them. We should have the you know the ability to beat Monterrey in their own stadium. And we should have beaten Monterrey in their own stadium. But you have players like Week who aren't there. You know, they head somewhere else. He should never came on dude. one yet he is by himself in Monterrey's side of the field. Instead of, you know, showing some, you know, pulling a rabbit out of a hat, he just gave the ball away and he fell. He never saw anyone else around him. He never noticed that he was about to lose the ball. He just lost it, like, whatever. And because of that, Monterrey went up and they tied the game. He put himself Anyone on else, his, even Wescas, would have, like, kicked it to the corner and just booked it. If all you have is speed, then use your speed. Just run. But get the ball as far away as possible. And I left Alto again as quick. And it's disappointing. And we could have easily gotten the result. But on paper, a tie there, you know, considering we've conceded eight in two games, I think. Uh, for now, I'll take it. I wasn't happy. I was pissed, of course. But on paper and a week later, I'll take it. Whatever. You know, win the next one. On paper, on paper, I was I was content because even after that loss, I think we were super leaders, right? For for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but we, but we all know we, we didn't lose. We all know that on paper it doesn't matter because we saw <laughs> we saw what the what 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 the media was saying about it. You get me? Like we had to take that criticism. We had to take the the people making fun of us because of this stupid ass. You know. Of this tie that we gave away in four minutes, you get me? Like that shit doesn't change anything. Like so, to, to me, me, ask a serious question. Going into the game, did you think that Cruz Azul was gonna win? 
Yeah, I said they were gonna win like two one. You you're a hundred percent. You would have put money on that. Yeah, I, I would. I know last. I know I last episode. Hesitation. Hesitation. <laughs> last episode, I gave my, we all gave our predictions. I think I was the more critical ish one because I said we were gonna tie two two. I didn't say we were gonna give oh, away sure. a two goal lead. Oh yeah, in, 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 my head, in my in my head, in my head, we were gonna equalize the last minute. But you know, with oh, this it team, was the other way around. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the the game ended how it ended. It, you know, to me, going into it, I didn't have high expectations, especially because a lot of the players were were either out and and you know the the lineup just didn't make sense to me. The midfield still working on a lot of stuff. I I, I don't feel like you know they're there yet. Um, but at the same time, you know, like when they went up to zero, yeah, I got disappointed after in the end, but it, it didn't, it didn't seem as bad to me just because I had that expectation. You know what? I, I didn't even think we were going to, we we're going to tie this game, let alone, you know, be in it, uh, coming off of what Rayados did the week before and scoring four goals. I was like, they might be a, a a well-oiled machine and you know be be ready for it you know like that's that's the way i was going because they've already done it to us five times in the last year yeah so it's it it i was critical of the whole team to begin with and i i just didn't think the team was prepared especially because a lot of these players haven't been on in that pressure situation you know because i felt like that that first uh, Pumas loss where you know we're out of I think it was the four zero the first four zero uh, before the championship, a lot of the players hadn't felt that you know so once they felt it and and like you said I, I would rather it happen right now and they understand what it is what it is to have the pressure of Cruz Azul even if you're up you have to continue to play, um, but yeah it's it's a learning process for a lot of these players. Just before, let me just say one comment and then all that. Like, um, you know, Andre put a word in, and uh, Eddie and um, uh, what's his name, the other guy from Texas, Miguel. Okay, yeah. but it's not even a two-two on paper. It's like, like you said, I would have the same. It's a great, it's a great resultado. It's not that if we would have been losing 2-0, caught up, if we would have been losing 2-1, if we would have been up 2-1 and maybe in the 70th, they tied. it's not that. It's that we were up 2-0 even after the 80th minute. That's 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 the embarrassing part. That's the part that pisses you off. That's the part that you're like, what the fuck? That's why it's such a, a slap in the face. That's why it's so preposterous is that you had it in the bag and you busted a Cruz Azul. You get me? That's... that's that's the main part. When are we gonna learn from that? When is Reynoso gonna learn from that? You get me? That yeah, that's that's what I meant. Like some of these players are new and and they have they've never played in the situation. Like the only real ones, I think, is like Kata. Um, He's the one that got jumped over. Yeah, yeah. God uh, Pablo, Pablo Aguilar and and I mean Cesar Montes is jumping over anybody in the league right now. Dude's like six foot four. You're 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 not yeah, beating him in the air. Um. And I mean, you have Juan Escobar that that's played in those games, but everybody else is kind of brand new. I think Baca was in, and and that's about it. It was weird to me that they took Baca, or not Baca, sorry, uh, that they took Escobar out. Like it was like he'd been playing a pretty decent game. Like um, I don't know. I think we tried to. Did he have a yellow? Yeah. Oh, did he? He might have. Yeah. I think he had a yellow. That's probably the only thing I could think of. No, oh, yeah, you, I wouldn't want to lose him going into Leon. 
So yeah, I, I, get, I get why he did it. Um, but I don't know, I mean, uh, to answer, uh, is it like man, guy with the blue background? Uh, Daniel. What's your name? <laughs> Daniel, sorry. Uh, to answer your question, I thought, I don't know, man, I thought they were going to go and tie, um, like at the beginning of the game. Uh, but shit, man, just having it lost at the end, like the next morning, I woke like woke up and my wife's like, oh, like how did the game end? And I was like, oh, like you know they tied. And she's like, oh, like classic Cruz Azul. And I was like, god damn it! Like, <laughs> I was like, this girl doesn't even watch the games. Like, she already knows, but she knows that. Yeah, uh, so like that sort of shit like pisses me off. And then, um, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, again, on paper, not mad about it. I agree with with everyone who said that it happened at the beginning of the season. Let's learn from it. I will say that these new guys coming through, like I feel like they're coming out with a new energy, which I appreciate. Um, we're looking younger. We're looking a little bit faster, I think, at times. Uh, we just need to work on our our uh, attack, man. What's, what's up with you, Andre? What you got to say? Well, I'll say is um, it's 2-0. You don't have to do any changes. And I, I would have been, I would have agreed with them. If they score a goal within between the 70th to 75 minutes. Like, all right, bring on, bring, do what you got to do defensive. But when you're up 2-0 and you're going to play, just play back for 15 minutes, I just like, I don't understand them. But you're going to get them complacent. And then you already wasted all your subs badly because of, and then Santi gets, if Santi doesn't get a red card, they get what seven extra seven extra minutes? Is that what they give them? Eight, I think mm-hmm. eight. Eight minutes, if that, and especially if somebody doesn't get that, well, I think we'd be fine. And we probably maybe just ends a two-one. But like I was talking to, I think the other guy, Mito, he, he follows us on. He's a Chris yeah. fan too, and he's like, he he put the he put the tweet at the seventy-minute mark. Look, it's seventy-five minutes. Like you in los cambios, and it's just like mm-hmm. it, it got to stop being predictable. That's Reynoso, stop bro. doing it, and 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 they and he in the press conference, some some one of those uh, guys talked to him about it. He says he's gonna change. I'm like, hey, he said you're gonna change since last year. It haven't changed. Oh, like like I was saying with Reynoso, like I was saying, I don't know. I remember I posted on a snap when I went out to Mexico City to watch the Concacaf Vuelta and to watch the I think it was against Querétaro, like. Dude, Reynoso, it was just like pathetic. Like you hear me? Like I get it, and I've said it a million times. I'm glad. I'm so glad he's he's a he's a fucking uh, a giant in our club for what he's done for us in '97 and what he did um, in 2021. But like we we're not gonna live another era like this, dude. Like we're not gonna just give him a a, a pass for all this bullshit. You give me like I was you know I was there and I was like I was shouting at his ass. I was like, hey, dude, you know this isn't the first game it's not the second game it's the third game this is the third game fourth game that you do the same bullshit you don't know how to do subs you're pathetically like dude like it worked out 2021 that tournament that we won the championship the stars were aligned for us bro every single thing no salió like things that were out of our control they just fucking worked out because it was just meant to be and after that last last season was a perfect example that Reynoso is just too defensive and he it's not gonna work out. Like one out of fucking ten times is gonna work out, bro. And if he's gonna keep playing that like that, no se va a ser, dude. I, you give me like we, we can't keep doing that. And how long are we gonna put up with that? How long 
how many tournaments are we going to give them like that where, where we're just this un, un, uno serissimo team you get me like come on I think with last season it didn't help that a lot of our players a lot of our stars were mentally somewhere else like I get it it's easy to criticize because he parks the bus and we lose the result he did the same thing when we won the league though but we were lucky back then because we still got the result in the end and then last season you know we had player we had Romo who mentally was in Europe and Cabecita who just <laughs> just desperately wanted uh Novo Cytis. uh we just had players that weren't there and they weren't stepping up uh and you you got to remember too that this is technically Reynoso's first year with actual players that he's wanted every other yeah. player's been kind of like oh we we can't get you this player but we could get quick Mendoza or we can get uh Otero you know they're they're not the players that he's asked for oh, okay okay all right so um, i mean i mean with this lineup you know you can't say anything else i think you give them this season and and if it doesn't change anything then i think you can start criticizing them there you think that this upcoming leon match is a big test i think it is because leon's been a pretty strong team these last couple of years and you know what do, i think what it's you a test I think it's a test. I don't know that it means anything for like Reynoso's career with Crasul. I will say that like with what La Directiva has shown as of recently, like I don't think they're here for like bullshit, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll give him this year or this temporada and then, you know, if he doesn't give results, like they might boot him, you know? I don't, I, okay, my bad. I'm not saying is it a test for Reynoso's um um continuance in the in the team no what i meant as it is it a test as it where we stand as a team because leon is probably a team that we're gonna have to compete for the title with that we might see in the playoffs you know that so so this team that we're gonna face on monday leon do you think it's a test to see what cruz azul is really made up of this season depends who played like is are we getting everybody is Tabo coming back on no, no, Tabo's, Tabo's, Tabo's out for the season Oh my God! No, don't oh say the that. The season? Don't no shit. The no, season? No, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he is. He's out that's for the season. Re- yeah, that's what they're reporting. That's what he's Damn, out no, for. They, nah, nah. <laughs> he said for like. Oh, you can look this up. I don't, yeah, I don't he, he didn't oh say God. that. I, I saw that. I saw that. And then, and then all these new guys that we're getting, like, I don't think they're gonna come until like week seven or week eight. Yeah, because they still need to get like paperwork done and all that so, shit. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna expedite that stuff. Money talks. Um, that and then I heard um, what's his name Romero hasn't been playing recently. I'm not sure if that's true. He like was he, a free agent technically. That's why we were able to get him. We just you know gotta pay his wage. Uh, that the whole thing though. I saw a video. I was scrolling on YouTube, uh, and it came up in my recommended that Tabo was out all season. And I'm like, oh, it's just the dumb clickbait. You know, on YouTube that you get all the time, but there's no way, right? Is he really out for the season? No, he's not. I haven't seen that note yet. I'll look I mean, into I, it after. I can, this. I can I show look, you something says like a day ago. It says they're worried it. about something. But it Link it, Daniel. Went yeah. it. Went it. Yeah, send yeah, me the. Link. I mean, this is this is ESPN, and they're they're stating that it, it's a little bit more serious than they expected. Because I, I know. Because I also I, I I read on Twitter today that uh, they might not risk him against Leon 
Yeah, but I didn't see I anything about him missing the whole rest of the season. But I, I think that's why Cruz Azul ended up going after Angel Romero because he plays that same position. Mm-hmm. So you got to think, like, you know, if, if they're not worried about it, they're not going after another left wing. You, you already have too many. You got Rivero that can play that left side. You you also have um, Antuna. You have este, the new guy. I, I forget his name. Was it from... Uh, no, not Cerro Porteño, the other one. Ivan Morales. Ivan Morales. You you already have too many wings. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'd rather have that kind of problem than forcing Rivero be on the wing because Rivero isn't a natural, you know, winger. He's not going to make the runs like Antuna uh, is starting to do. Uh, yeah. By the way, you guys, what you guys think of Antuna's performance against Monterrey? Like, even besides the goal, that dude, that dude was back on his shit, dude. He's fucking fast, dude. That's, I mean, dude. Like, I think that's one of our best, obviously, with Charlie Rodriguez. Like, and I go back to the same shit. That's why uh, with Ivan Morales, with Abraham, with this other fool, the Romero guy. Like, to me, dude, I'm I'm 30 years old, bro. I've I've seen this story hundreds of times with Cruz Azul already. You know what I mean? Like, you get these Chilenos that come, you get these fucking Paraguay. It's the same old shit, dude. Until we see them actually play in the Liga MX and play for Cruz Azul and see what they can do, I, I'm not I'm not excited. Yeah, I but I, saw... I, I think that the Directiva is doing a lot better with bringing in young players, not necessarily the older generation that you yeah. know like I, I know Romero is is tw- the only one that's like 29 but everybody else is 22 23 you know so how, how old was how old was Marañao when he came to Cruz Azul <laughs> 18 he, he looked like it he was 25 he was all like he was all bony he broke he broke his own arm during a pinta <laughs> Nah, nah, but for how old was I randomly Googled that fool once and I found out he's barely like 28 right now or something. Yeah, yeah I like oh, shit. <laughs> he's that, he's that 31. He's 31, all right. So how, old was he, so how old was he when he came to Grasud? What year was he here? 2012? 2011? I don't remember. 21. He was like, what, 21? 21. Yeah. So we're talking about the same shit here. You get me? Like, I don't, like I said, I, me personally, and this is going to be like the fifth fucking time that I said it. When Pelais came and Caixinha fucked it up in the final, I get it. But that year, when Pelais came and spent millions on elite players already in the fucking league, Orbelin, was it Orbelin? Piojo, yep. all, all these motherfuckers. Bro, like you see, why are we looking outside of our league? We want to win the Mexican league. We want to win. We're doing that, man. We're with like with uh, a Charlie. Atuna no, yeah, and, and I'm for it. Like, and Tabo, we're, we're Tabo, I'm for it. What I'm saying is like I'm not excited about these last guys. This Abraham. I'm not excited about Morales. I'm not excited about Romero. That's what I'm but saying. Why not? Is that excited, excited over Tabo? Yeah, Tabo was in Puebla. Tabo has been fucking it up. Tabo's broken. No, he wasn't. He was playing last last year with Puebla. That was I mean, if they, we need him to if, bro. We don't care what he did. No, last no. Year. That's I'm telling you. Everyone was excited and they didn't know he was broken. That including well, everybody himself. knew he was broken. Watch the freaking playoffs with Puebla. Well, I didn't know that. And a lot of the people didn't seem to know that that he was gonna take this long, but 
Anyways, but I've already seen Tabo in Liga MX. You get What's me? What's the excuse? If he was from South America and he was broken, would be the excuse. <laughs> what do you mean? What's the excuse on what? Like, why Why is it that just because Tabo's from the Liga MX, there's uh, like some kind of like sympathy sort of... No, because like, I've uh, seen him already up against the same teams that we're going to go up against. I think in we got same, a good mix, uh, man. In the uh, same stadiums that we're going to be playing in the same country. Hey, Ivan, huh. Would you be more comfortable if these guys were coming from big clubs and, and Conan Ball? Is, is that what you're trying to get at? You don't want the, no. like, the small players or the small club players? You want like People from like Santos and Palmeiras and Flamingo or something. Is it made you Flamingo. be more comfortable? That <laughs> Flamingo, way? what we said. Would you I'm be saying, more comfortable that way? What, what? I would be more comfortable when when that when a new player comes to Brazil and they and they they start posting those new things like así juega el nuevo refuerzo de Brazil that their highlights wouldn't be in in high school stadiums. You get me? <laughs> That's I would it's be more comfortable. Romero, Romero has pretty good highlights. I mean, and, and I don't go based off the highlights, but you got to remember players like Juan Escobar was playing in high school stadiums. Marcon was playing in Lanús, a team that f- isn't even contemplated in, in, in Argentina. The first, the first, and you're right, you're right. Let me, you're right. That's like two out of like, we could talk, we could go down a whole list of, of refuerzos that have come to Cruz Azul that have flopped coming from the same background. But like, well, me personally, Juan Escobar, from the second, I think the first time I saw him was, was in person over at the Supercopa, and that motherfucker scored. Like, so I already, right off the bat, he was like, to me, he was like, okay, this guy is good. You get me? But that was just like my bias, bias opinion mm-hmm. on that. And and like I said, there is a lot of, there is a lot of um, teams because there's a lot of teams in the Liga MX that bring unknown motherfuckers. I, I go back to when Chiapas was around. They always brought really good players. You get me? really good fucking players and they'd stand out and America would take them or whoever the fuck. But I leave that duty up to small teams, to Necaxas, to Chiapas, to Cholos. I mean, you, you do that shit. You do your little experiments. Cruz Azul is a team that needs to fight for the championship. So they need to bring the best in our league. That's how yeah, I right feel. But I think right now it's kind of difficult though with the financial situation. It's not, it's not like when Pelas was there where we could just throw millions of dollars out there no, and just get whoever we wanted. No, I, I perfectly understand this. And, and I'm not I'm not even saying these guys suck. I'm not saying that because I haven't seen them play in Cruz Azul. What I'm saying is that I'm not excited. You get me? I, 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 yeah. I mean, I also think I'm grateful at the fact that they didn't spend over $20 million on eight players. You know, They're not going to take it out of your pocket, bro? What do you mean? No, no, but, I, but I'm saying like, you know, where... In the past, they've spent over a hundred million dollars. You're talking about a that that same those mismos refuerzos. How much money did they get back? Orbelin went for free. Elias Hernandez went for free. You're talking, you know, that's straight sixteen million dollars lost. Ivan Marcon went for less than he was worth. Um, Paul went for two thousand less or two million less, I think. I think five because he got he was like seven point five. So how was it? Yeah, so I'm saying like you know at the same time you gotta work with with what you have and understand like yeah maybe they're not like the top notch players because to be honest with you I didn't want Este Pavon I didn't feel that he 
he would have came here and would have taken it seriously. He already wanted to get paid more than he was worth. He thought he was Pavona 2018. He, you know, in the past year, he hasn't done anything for Volca. That's obviously why Volca doesn't even want to, you know, deal with him. And and right now they're icing him. So at the same time, you know, would you rather have paid 7.5 million for a player and then not gotten the, the results that you wanted? Because I, I personally don't think he was going to come here and, and do that great of a change. A, a lot of people do, though, for some reason, because they think they're the, he's the next Cabecita. But you got to remember, Cabecita completely changed his game when he got here. He played left wing and went to a striker. Not not a move that a lot of players can do. No, yeah, and and I know you're a little more educated on, on the background um, stuff that's happening in, you know, the clubs and the, the background and the finances that are being... Uh, uh, thrown around to me personally like I don't look into that I don't really care all I care about is what's on the field I care about is, is my club um so I don't I don't care about the money but at the end of the day I am taking into consideration that it's a business and like you said you know these players are going for free coming for this much and going for this they also look at it as a business because they're shelling out money to them, to the people be pulling these strings. They're moving money. They're, they're, this, there's money involved. And to us as fans, that this money isn't coming out of our pockets, that this money isn't like, we don't give a fuck how much you have to spend. We don't give a fuck how much you lose. We care about winning the fucking trophy. You get me? And and that's that's in the position that I'm in. I'm like, I don't I don't care about how much money you're losing. I don't care. I I, I want to fucking win the championship. And that's why I have the views that I have. But I totally agree with you. And you're right. Maybe there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that we can't do because of the money situation. And and you know, it sucks. It sucks because that's something that's out of our control. And but I just personally would like to see them a team that doesn't give a fuck about the money that just says, yo, we want to win the, the championship. So we're going to get this food. Cause he's ripping it up. He's, we're going to get this food. We should have brought Rui Diaz. We should have brought Benedetto. We should have brought, you know, like all these motherfuckers. You get me? And I think La, La, La Directiva is doing a good job. And like, I think we got a good mix. We got players who've been proven in, in Liga and Mickey's and then, I mean, why not experiment with these guys from South America and see what they're worth? I mean, if they come out here and, you know, hopefully win a championship and then they go off next season and then they leave or whatever, like, well, I guess, I mean, we've, they've, they've got contracts in, in place and stuff like that. But, man, I appreciate what they're doing. I appreciate that they're, you know, they're doing some some good work with bringing people in from the league and then experimenting with the uh, South Americans. Like, why not? Yeah, considering we got five players from Liga MX, I don't mind another three from outside. Uh, considering we need starters, considering we need a, a good base. I'm good with Abraham, you know, replacing... Hopefully, but it's mostly gonna be that's, that's what I'm saying. Do you think these guys that this group of guys that we just got that they're just automatically gonna be starters? I would hope so. They better be competing for it. If they have the mentality to be a starter, then I'll take it. It's better than yeah. whatever Quick thinks he wants to be. Yeah, uh, I'll take I'll take Lira, Mayorga, Tavo, um, Charlie, and Antuna. And I'll take Abraham, I'll take uh, uh, Romero and uh, oh, last, the other dude, Morales. Uh, Morales. I'll take it. We can have 
Well, we have local, Pasadini, we can so have, Morales, Morales we can have local talent. We can have local talent and we can have in foreign talent. I get that you want us to be like America who throws money at everything, but a lot of their signings don't work either. Uh, no, yeah. We can no. be smart. We're a business. We have to be smart with, or they have to be smart with how they spend the money, you know? No, no, you're right. I get you. But look, we all know that we're in dire need of a striker, of a center forward. We have Santi and Angulo. That's it. Do you think that Ivan Morales is a solution? Do you think that he, he's better than Santi and Angulo? Someone scouted him. So I'll take their word for it. Okay. I wasn't Someone there. I wasn't, than I wasn't, us. Yeah, someone that does it for a living did it, so I'll take his word for it. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, it wasn't Hurtado. It was just has list and goes off the list, but <laughs> FIFA guy, the FIFA guy. <laughs> nah, but I mean, like, no, nah, I, I, I get it. I, I, don't, I know I'd I be talking shit, but like to me, just I'm just like. Man, like, I would want to bring just the best striker in our region and our, you know, like, or if it was going to be a striker from the outside, someone like the nombre, you give me, we should have brought fucking Joseph Martinez or something. You give me, Carlos Vela, you give me. What's he done for Atlanta? I do the peace, I do the peace, dude. Why would they live in Mexico City, dude? Cause it's Cruz Azul. We gotta talk to him like we're Boca. What would you? What would you want your parents? Your night parents. What would you want? Your... <laughs> you gotta tell him, bro. Hey, you want to choose Atlanta or Cruz Azul? Cruz Azul. You know what I mean? Nah, Atlanta well, isn't as bad as Mexico. Atlanta got some good food options, bro. No, nah, Atlanta got some badass. <laughs> Their, their stadium gets lit, dude. Like this, you know, that's a whole nother rabbit hole you go down at, but you've seen their state. Like these people, it's nothing compared to like the Azteca, dude. I don't know. Like we're just, we're just shit when it comes to putting on a, a, a atmosphere for our team, dude. It just sucks ass. It's so quiet. It's so empty. It's so like, it's, it's sad, dude. Like, especially like, with all this shit that you see right now um, against all these uh, Argentine guys that's going on on Twitter, and you look at, like, the ambiente in the bombonera, you look at the ambiente anywhere, dude, these motherfuckers know how to put on a fucking show, dude. And and you go to, to you go to a Cruz Azul game in Azteca, and it just feels like, what the fuck? It's half empty. It's quiet. It doesn't feel like Maybe. home. Once we have a new stadium, man. In like five years, but it's because yeah. soccer to them it's a religion, bro. To us, it's just a hobby. Uh, well, it okay. used to be a religion to us, bro. Exactly, but you could see it even with the national team. Like nobody likes the national team. To Argentines, yeah. like to them, it like soccer is like a mass, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, um... National team right now is trash. No, okay, but let's <laughs> let. Okay, I get it. I get it. But también, you got to put yourself in their shoes. They have Messi, they have Maradona, they have Boca Juniors that's won all these fucking, you know, Copa Libertad. Like to them, it's a religion because they've been so good at that. They've they've done these amazing feats with soccer. You get me? Uh, the main one, you know, the World Cup in '86. So Mexico hasn't done shit when it comes to the soccer world. You get me? That's why it's not a religion to us. But I still feel like we should be able. How is it? Is, is it going to take going back to the Libertadores to have the Azteca pack beyond its capacity? They have a hundred thousand capacity. And when Cruz Azul played, River played and all those motherfuckers, it's it was like, like at that, it's at the level of, of the national team at, in those times, like 
people were with the national team you get me yeah from now on like kids like you eli eddie miguel andre like dude like no one cares about the national team or if not they care about the u.s national team or whatever national you know yeah well i ain't no u.s national team guy either but you got a point all i am is a i'm a fan of the crossu players that play there and that's it that's only Andre's what ivan what are you saying I was gonna say Andre. Andre is low key a fucking USMNT uh, fan. No, right? no, I'm Spain. I've been Spain <laughs> since since 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say Spain? Where yeah. you live, bro? Since 2004. I live. I live in Cali. <laughs> this fool got, got a whole identity crisis. Well, I'm bro. a Barca fan, fool, and like, the best player, freaking Xavi Iniesta and Busquets were on those teams. So. Hey, well, he's just, he's seen he's seen more World Cups than we have, so I guess it's merited. How old are you, Andre? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, bitch. Why did you say you're older than me? I thought I was older than you because you no, said you, like, you, the way you were using the internet growing up. I'm like, yo, what are you talking? About? What did you go to a library for? <laughs> no your house. I, I was poor, dog. I, I was I wasn't good. I wasn't like well off or anything either, but I had a computer in my house. My grandmother had a computer. No internet, bro. I don't have internet. The fuck is internet? I didn't know what internet was, bro. So, so where did we start talking about the MySpace days? At this point, this look, this fool, this fool Andre has lived in like a hundred different cities. That motherfucker goes. No, he's from a hundred different countries. He he's he's a fan of of teams in a hundred different countries, bro. (laughs) You don't have an identity, bro. What do you mean I got an identity? What's wrong with that? No, everyone has to. They're not. Like they're you. not. They're not all the same country, bro. I got like England, Spain. They're not the same country. I, I a bunch of my homies are like that. I don't know why that thing yeah. is. Why what, what I what we do is so far fetched that we got a team in Spain and this and is, in this uh, is, England. The homie that's wearing the I got. I got an Italy team at Milan. I got. Man City in England, and I got Barca in Spain. That's it. I don't go for PSG or anything. I just I root for but Man City to do well. How are you? Like how de- when you say you're like how like are you a diehard fan of all? Yeah, these I'm a, well, I'm I'm a diehard. Yes, Barca, Man City, and uh, Milan fan. Yeah. Oh my god! How do, but you, do you support him at the same level as you would support? No, he does. That's, if he does that sketch, if I support everyone- him, what? If you, if you feel the 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 passion that you feel for so many teams, you, bro, you're like motherfucking Voldemort. Milan is the only one I would say I don't feel as much passion for as I do. Who's like Voldemort that split his soul into seven different fucking nah. horcruxes, bro? Fucking bringing Harry Potter into this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Ivan. Not everyone has not, to live the passion like you. And, and where I grew up, like a bunch of my homies were like that, so. Like I got a homie yeah, he's a Chelsea, Tigres, uh, and uh, Real Madrid fan. So, like, oh my god! And let me guess—he's a Giants fan, and then he's a fucking what the fuck Anaheim Ducks fan or something. I don't think he likes those type of. Nah, he's he's Mexican, Mexican. Nah, he doesn't like those. So what are you? I'm mixed. <laughs> You're Spanish? No, I'm not Spanish. Like maybe like. And ancestry-wise, my grandfather. But you like, said you said you're a Spain fan. Yeah, you're a Spain fan because of the players they have. 
You're not Spanish. How are you going to support Spain in a World Cup over Mexico? I mean, it's okay. <laughs> well, when are they? I don't even remember the chance. I don't remember the time they played Mexico. Ask, ask, time. ask them when Mexico and Spain play the World Cup final. Ask them again when that happens. <laughs> Bro, that's never going to happen. Mexico's trash right now. <laughs> exactly. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, they've had better years than USA ever will. I'm not fucking uh, USA. Right now, US is better than Mexico. Oh well, yeah, you went to the do, game, right, Eddie? Talking about the USA game. Uh, yeah, I went to the US uh, Jamaica game. How was the Those vibe? Over there? Huge, dude. Um, it was dope. It was a it was a good game. Um, like I have, I obviously have like friends who who follow them. My wife's a big US fan, and then like I've always been split. Like I've you know I watched Mexico with my dad growing up, and then. I'd watch, you know, US games on just because it was on. Um, but uh no, it was, it was dope. Um, good little vibe. Austin's got a good vibe for uh the Austin FC team and shit like that, but they do that that, that thing is pretty dope. Did you see him Kenny when he was a kid there? Weston? What? Did you watch uh, when Kenny was in there? When he, he wasn't was playing there. It, he no. had just gotten uh, he had gotten. Oh, what happened to him? Oh, he threw those parties. He threw those parties during like oh, he got COVID protocols, and he got he was account. taken off. Oh yeah, team. I remember. Yeah, broken oh, yeah. up with Pulisic's sister. Hey, not you know why? Like I never got into the U.S. Like first of all, like to, to me, U.S. soccer. Like when I was growing up, dude. I mean, we're talking about it, their biggest star was what? Kobe Jones. What's his name? Yeah, nah, Donovan, bro. No, 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 no. Before Growing that, up, yeah, before yeah, that, dude, yeah, more yeah, like Kobe our high school years. Kobe, and Mia Ham. Mia Ham. I don't know who Mia Ham was. Hey, that right? Freddie Adu, Freddie Adu, bro. Nah, Freddie Adu, bro. Fucking Alexi Lalas, dude. Like he was on all those schools. Yeah, fuck that guy. I hate his commentating. His commentating is the worst. Who the fuck Putting that on him? record, he's uh, on record. Uh, is he on Fox now? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like the little, that tall redheaded motherfucker. Oh Hate him. God. When he used nah, to play, he used to have long hair. He looked weird. See, but see, like personally, just U.S. soccer, I was never ever to, able to take it seriously because like that. You get me? So, and, yeah, and you're, be- we're snobs. I even that's what it is. We're snobs. I'm the same way. I don't like U.S. soccer. Yeah, I don't. Bro, you I don't even like Mexican I'm, soccer, bro. You're like, I don't like Mexican soccer. Oh, I don't like Mexico, like the national team. That's different. I, I would love to see motherfucking Andre's ancestry.com results, bro. <laughs> That's well, well, I'm half black too, so it'd be different. Maybe. Like, black, when you say black, do you mean like African, like like from Ghana, or do you mean black, like American? African American? I don't know, buddy. I, I, I don't I mean, know. You I'll don't ask know. My grandfather next time I see him. Oh I don't gosh. do all that shit. You don't do all the what? Uh, like all that research and shit. How, how okay? I so, just know that my last name is is uh was given to us by a slave owner. That's it. That's as much information I got. So I don't know what my real last like what my family's last name would have been. I think. Well, uh, to be honest, dude, I think it's fucking cool because you know, obviously, since we're Mexican, you know, uh, we don't see a lot of the black fans. You know, so Monday. my question, my question is, how did you get? How'd you get more more into the Mexican side of, of your family? 
Oh, because I live with my mom. She was Mexican, and we always kicked it. And your mom was a Cruz fan? Nah, my mom didn't like soccer, but her family was. I have a Chivas fan. My grand, I think her dad is a Cruz fan with me. And then, but I never like remember watching games with them. But I, I got uncles that's an America fan, and I got another one who's a Chivas fan. Okay. Then and we got some Cholo fan in there because we're in Tijuana. Oh, well, that doesn't count because. Cholos, I want to see a Cholos fan that's not from Tijuana and they don't take that <laughs> nobody's fucking watching San Diego yeah San Diego it gets lit done oh that makes when sense yeah, when yeah. they go over yeah I believe it I believe it um but yeah like um I mean just just going back I think this all started from when we were, we were talking about the stadiums and and all this shit like I mean dude like it doesn't even have to be like you know, just brought up the whole, oh, it's because in those days people were into the national team. We're not talking about the national team. We're talking about Cruz Azul filling up the Azteca with like over 100K people. You get me? Like, I'm not asking for that. I understand. I understand the magnitude of, of the matches that were Copa Libertadores. But I'm saying at, at least fucking half of that. Why can't we get 50,000 fans into the Azteca? Because no one wants to go to the Azteca at seven or at nine PM. Yeah, dude. They're so I late. Was... These games, dude. The game on Monday is at nine o'clock my time. So that's it's central in Ooh. Mexico City. So it's nine o'clock too. Like that's that's late, bro. People got to work the next day. The and then if you lose, and then you we lose. Oh man, it's the worst fucking feeling. Yeah. And then so and then put yourself in the foot. In the shoes of someone in the Azteca, it's not going to be in the Azteca. It's in the away game, but it's in one of them. No, yeah, yeah. You, the game's over at 11 p.m. You think? And you think most oh, of sorry. most of the most of the local transport is already closed, like the yeah. metro. So you have to take like, you know, you can't. You have to take like an Uber or something, and that's already expensive because it's just everywhere, wherever you're going, it's going to be far away from the Azteca. Like for me, an Uber from the Azteca to where my family was in, wherever it was, uh, it was like fifty bucks. So like fifty dollars. Because it's Oof, just it's walk. just that far. It's like it's that far. Like you, things, and you can't you can't you can't you can't just take a the metro that late. Because hey, but these are ex- these are excuses though. How come the Argentina motherfuckers don't don't think about that when when Boca plays? Because there's, there's stadiums what are built in the neighborhood. Because those dudes don't think, bro. <laughs> hey, those when motherfuckers they, are more broke than they the final, When they played the final in the Libertadores, all those motherfuckers quit their jobs and sold their cars to go. So, do y'all do y'all think like what if? If and when Kurasul gets uh, their own stadium, like, do you think they'll be able to control like the times that they play at, or is it more the televisor, televisoras like, uh, who is it, Televisa de Ron Azteca, like that puts that those like horarios out? I think it's the televisoras. It's who's yeah, going to transmit the, the game. It's fucking stupid, man. God. But you can you can't help but miss those Azteca days. When they would 3 play at 3, 3, 3 p.m. PM. here, yes. Saturday, Saturday at five on Saturdays, yeah, yeah, five for you guys, three for us. So by five, yeah, you us. know, we just beat Jaguares 2 0 and we're chilling for the rest of the day, dude. Exactly, I love want. that shit. I love now that it's, shit. it's like 7 p.m. and like, oh, the game's over, time to go to bed. Yeah, it sucks. Like for me, um, 
as you guys know, I have I have a five year old kid, and like he watches maybe maybe ten minutes of it because like he's tired and like he's got to go to bed, and like you know he'll he'll be up during the game or when the game starts, and he'll do his little chant and shit like that. But like man, like I miss I miss having games like at least at seven. Shit, man, like being able to watch it with a family like after dinner or whatever, because like. For me, that's how I grew up. I grew up watching the games with my dad, like either at three or five or whenever they were. I'm like, I don't remember any game ever being so late, like as they are now. So like that sucks. Like I, they need to figure something out. Yeah, because you're not gonna you're not gonna have kids up at like eight thirty, you know, being interested when yeah, you know, you have the team playing like garbage too. You yeah, have that sure. to factor in as well. So it's hard to have that connection. Hopefully, hopefully that changes if, if and when we get our own stadium. Yeah, like to me, it just sounds. It, it all sounds like excuses. Like, if if I Mexico City, I don't. I want them ideally to play, you know, at this certain time, blah blah. blah. But if they didn't, it's out of my control. I'm gonna still go to the fucking stadium. You get me? Like, that. That's what. That's the point of being a fan. You get me? Like. And you, you gotta feel that in their shoes, bro. You gotta put yourself in their shoes. I'm putting myself in the Argentinian shoes, bro. These motherfuckers, what, what, they don't have no, no money. To, but you're not Argentinian, in the hood, bro. bro. But they live in the no. hood right there, bro. You're pulling a real Andre right now. <laughs> What's a real Andre? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm doing the multiple, multi, multiple national nationality over here, my bad. <laughs> no, but I mean it's. I don't know, man. Like, if you lived in Mexico City, game was on, you know, Monday night at nine o'clock. Right now, we're we're playing okay. We're not playing like our best soccer. But if like, if it were one of those seasons where we were just like trash and like not doing great, like, would you would you be going to that game at nine o'clock? So I know. Also, so right now, I, next morning. I think for I think for everyone here on this call, if we were in Mexico City, if we lived in Mexico City, we'd be going to every fucking game because we haven't had that in for me at least 34, 34, 35, 34 years old. Like I haven't had that experience of being in Mexico City and like going to every fucking game. Like fuck yeah, yeah I'd go to every fucking game too. But if I lived there and we're playing mediocre and the game's at nine o'clock on a Monday night. Like shit, man. Like, yeah, I'd want to go, but you know what? I might stay home for this one and watch it at home, you know? So but that's the mentality. That's the mentality. Hold on, hold on. That I'm Ivan, right now for us, it's about to be nine. Do you, knowing that Queek is going to start, knowing that Baca is going to start, knowing that Kata is going to start, would you go see Kurosu right now? If I lived over at this time, there, yeah, at this yes. time. If I lived over there, yes, bro. And you have if the I same could, exact work schedule that you have right now. Would you go see them right now? If I had the money, yeah. If I had the money, yeah. I wouldn't care about sleeping. The obstacle every other would be week. the money. Would you, do, would you do that every other week? Hell yeah, dude. What the hell? The, the yeah, way I'm obsessed week, yeah, it's only nine. It's only nine home games a year season, right? The way I'm dude, obsessed with this a break. team. The way I'm obsessed with this team. Hell yeah, dude. I understand living over there, being over there is a different deal. I get it. And I, I get it. What I'm saying is like, yo, 
it's not just us that are in a, it's not just these Mexicans in Mexico City that are in the situation. It's Mexicans in other parts of the country and it, it's South Americans. Everybody's in a situation and they still make it out to these games and they still fucking fill up their stadiums and make it feel like a savage ass, you know, shit. You get me? So all, all I'm saying is like, you know, when are we going to see that with our team? Whenever they want us to be there, whenever they're accommodating to at least to the working man's schedule, that's who they got to appeal to. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's their, it's their sport, technically. Okay, well, so from what I've seen, 3, 5 p.m., and we're good. That's, like, honestly, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, right now, Boca, I'm looking at their schedule, and they only have a couple times up. But, like, the latest game that they play, and I'm assuming this is central time for me, is 6.30. So that game's probably, I think, what? They they might be two or three hours behind us. That game's at 4 o'clock their time on a Sunday. Okay. But, yeah, you know, we had a fun-ass episode. had all the homies on, and we got to talk our shit. And I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, like I said, this is always a fun time. There's nothing like being able to come on here and talk about this team and you know get whatever's on our chest and and off of our chest and uh interchange ideas and and views of this team that we're all passionate about with other people that feel just exactly the same and um so i'd like to thank you know i'd like to thank daniel he's already he already got off he had to go thanks daniel for coming on and we had eddie on thanks eddie for joining us all the way from texas yeah guys thanks for having me it was fun Love doing these things with y'all. Appreciate it, man. And we had also Miguel, who's also from Texas, joining us. And thanks a lot for your input on this, bro. Yeah, thank you guys for having me again. It's always a pleasure to be on here and talk about Cruz Azul. Dude, I appreciate it, dude. It makes it it makes it the more the merrier, bro. And Andre, who claims he's from Cali but supports Spain, he's also on here. <laughs> well, nothing wrong with that, but okay. <laughs> appreciate our, appreciate Andre. It was fun talking to you, bro. They'll be going yeah, at Pinaldo, it. Tweets. Pinaldo, buddy. Pinaldo. Hey, he's beautiful, bro. He's a beautiful Pinaldo. person. Why are you mad that he's beautiful? Who's he even beautiful? I'm just talking about his game. Do you think he's beautiful? Hey, okay, well, okay. We get it. <laughs> and it's a Twitter. Send it's a Twitter. Go uh, no, check my tweets. You'll, you'll, you'll get a chance, Ivan. <laughs> All right. Who, uh, am I missing anybody? No, that's just it. I'll fuck myself in, right? All right, no, no, but I mean from the guest, from the guest. <laughs> no, all right. Besides from our guests, and we had the, you know, the obvious, the the three, the three guys here. We got Eli who joined us, even though he's just recovering from COVID. Um, oh, yeah. Are you fully recovered yet? I'm like, good. Like, I'm 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 perfectly fine. I'm negative. It's just that at work I get. I've been getting well today. How do you today feel? Today was my first day back. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I mean, but at work, he was ready I get to eat ass on Twitter. I'm glad yeah. you're okay, bro. Thank, I'm glad bro, you're thank okay. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jesse. That's the mix one. No, but uh, no, yeah, you hit me up. Um, negative, so you know, just slide into the DM. And then also Jesse, obviously big part of this, and I don't know why the fuck he's all of a sudden active. He was quiet the whole fucking time. Now, <laughs> now he can fucking talk when it's over. But whatever. It's because um, the novella's over. No, it's because um, 
I, I think this is a, the spotlight for Eddie, Andre, Miguel, uh, Daniel, you know. I think it's their time to talk, not not for me. So, well, oh, fuck. But, uh, yeah, but they, I'm going to shut up next time then. Nah, like you dick. <laughs> but uh, nah, always shout out um, Andre, shout out Eddie, shout out Miguel, shout out Daniel for always coming on, you know. We really appreciate you guys. Um, I have, we're me and Eli and Ivan, we're kind of talking. We're probably going to try to like Twitter spaces. So uh, oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. just like random talks, you know, like sometimes like we just want to talk to Azul and we'll probably give spaces a try. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Right after a game, right after a good old. Hell yeah. Right yeah. after a game when our heads are hot, when we got a lot to say. Well, we want to bump heads, you know. I know I'm good. That'd be fun. Well, yeah, you know, like like I said, thanks everybody, everybody here and everybody who came on. You guys make this shit fun. It, like I said, it's it's always a pleasure to be able to fit this into the the schedule and and fit all you guys in. So you know, hopefully there's another time soon. And like I said, let's look forward to this game coming up on Monday. Um, I think it's important because of who Leon is recently. I don't think they're a big club or anything, but we're we're not going to be a denial and act like they're not they're not a strong team. And they've been they've been up there in, in the Gias constantly recently. And you know, sub campeón, campeón, whatever you want to call it, but they're there, dude. And even you know, their fan base isn't stretching out of Guanajuato. They're still there. So I'm um, I'm excited and I want to win. And we'll talk we'll talk some more after Monday's game. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Later, y'all. All right, good night, guys. Good night. All right, later, guys. Thank you.